All right. And thank you for listening to this uh, WXVNU special presentation. Uh, we're here with a, a graduating senior, the class of 2022, and uh, WXVU's music director. She has done a, a wonderful job uh, with her show, Control Alt Rock, a staple here on WXVU the last four years. So I'm really excited to have with us today, Mary Kate Kaczynski. Uh, Mary Kate, how are you doing? Uh, this afternoon i'm doing great nick thank you so much for the great introduction <laughs> it's my pleasure it's my pleasure and um what i what i wanted to talk about is you know in your field of study uh civil engineering um you put together a fascinating capstone um presentation and and, and a study that that your group did um this past semester and you were telling me you know more than a semester's worth of work uh which you know i know a little bit about doing uh you know projects um, academically, but can you talk about, you know, what I think is really interesting is the local Philadelphia area tie-in, um, how you all came about with the topic that, that you decided to dive into, which was uh, the Fairmount Waterworks Project. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as you said, I'm a civil engineering major. Um, our capstone was focused on helping Fairmount Waterworks, which is located right behind the Philly Art Museum. They have had an issue in recent years with flooding and debris mitigation. So my capstone group, which was myself, Nyon Kwok, AJ Wall, John Briones, and Lily Nelson, um, all of us are civil engineering majors, we all looked into the hydraulics and, of the Schuylkill River and looked into potential solutions that could help Fairmount, who has been spending a lot of money trying to clean up the debris after these uh, larger storm events like Hurricane Ida. I'm sure many locals in the area will remember that one. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that was a big storm um, and other other debris causing events that left some of their outside areas um, unusable for public use. So it's become sort of a bigger issue in recent years. Absolutely. I, you know, just thinking about Ida's remnants and some of the photos, um, you know, downstream, like the Vine Street Expressway, like, you know, it was deep enough. People were like diving into the water that morning after, you know, just totally flooded, which, you know, at least in my time in the Philadelphia area, like I've never seen that happen um, yet. And I'm sure this is, um, you know, one of the, I guess, main issues, um, the effects of climate change, I'm sure, had to be considered, um, you know, which. So basically, I, I think the problem you all were looking at was just the amount of debris um, that that washes up as a result. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. So we were looking, Fairmount itself is equipped to handle flooding that comes with these events. Their main issue is the debris. And this, like you said, climate change has to be considered in this type of scenario because this solution that we're designing for is 80 years out into the future. We're hoping it's still standing. And based on past and current trends, climate change is going to cause a lot more of these debris causing storms to happen more frequently and with more higher intensity. So we definitely had to look into some climate change projections. Um, and it's, it's scary, some of the numbers that we found. Uh, we were planning for a 1.8 
percent or a 1.8 magnitude increase in these storms in both frequency and magnitude. Wow. Wow. That's, um, it's funny, like how much, uh, you know, everything, um, you know, that when you're designing, um, you know, it, it, basically anything outdoors now, just with the amount of, you know, whether it's one inch rain events in, in the past couple of decades, just the increase in those numbers um, for sure um, has to be a big consideration. And I think the other thing that, 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 you all probably had to keep in mind too is just how like you know population growth land use um that has to be a contributing factor as well i'm sure uh yeah land use was definitely something that we considered we looked into usgs so uh geological survey projections of current land use and then 2100 towards the end of the century and they are projecting there to be about a 7% increase in both high density and low density urban areas, especially near the Philly area. And with this increasing urbanization comes a decrease in more permeable land covers like forest land and cropland. And that's going to lead to the amount of runoff that's traveling over the surface and entering the Schuylkill River. It's going to have, have that increase. And the Schuylkill is going to have less time to respond to this increased amount of water. And it's it's going to get overwhelmed more and more often. Uh, fortunately for us, PA legislation specifically, I think it's Commonwealth 25, Title 25, has um, a stipulation that any increasing urbanization or construction project, they have to implement some sort of green stormwater infrastructure, so like a rain mm. or a bioretention cell, which is required to leave the hydrologic conditions either better or the same as they found it. So luckily for us, that was also a factor that was kind of taken out of the equation because, sorry, because of this, um, because of this. So definitely that was uh, a consideration, but one that we ultimately uh, move past in our final design of the solution. Talking with uh, Mary Kate Kaczynski, graduating senior civil engineer on uh, the fascinating project that uh, her group for her capstone looked into uh, regarding debris mitigation with the Fairmount Waterworks. Um, and so, Mary Kate, you don't have to go through all eight solutions you all considered, um, but I just, just sort of the process maybe. Um, how interesting it was to kind of weigh the pros and cons, including doing nothing. I know that that was a solution that, that obviously had to be considered, um, but maybe what went into that briefly. And I think with what you all uh, ended up going with, which was the brood boom, is that uh, correct? Yeah. So like you said, we did consider eight different solutions and I'm not going to go into the technical components of all of those, <laughs> but um, I, I like you said, said doing nothing is always an option with um with engineering decisions and so we did perform a do nothing analysis on this current situation and it actually came out to more our most expensive option mm. because of the amount of debris that fairmount's getting um cleanup over the next 80 years would come up to almost eight hundred thousand dollars and that's not even accounting for the loss of revenue from the use the public use of this land like the Schuylkill River Trail. And um, I know sometimes there's weddings and private events at 
Fairmount and when there's debris at these locations, they can't use those areas. Um, but yeah, so the final design that we ended up going with was the Brute Boom. Um, it's essentially a larger, more durable uh, debris boom, and it's made out of H HVAC piping or HDVP piping, and um, it floats along the barrier of Fairmount Waterworks, and it either deflects or detains debris. And so the idea behind this debris boom is that any debris that's being swept over Fairmount Dam, which I'm sure Philly locals are are familiar with, absolutely uh, any debris being swept over that that area is unable to settle on Fairmount property and is pushed further downstream. And this solution had sort of an equity component with it as well. We didn't feel comfortable just pushing the debris downstream. We didn't know where it was going to land because absolutely. of the boom. And so a part of our final recommendation was that Philadelphia as a city should put in another collection boom um, just upstream of the Spring Garden Bridge. And that's not something that kind of that falls within Fairmount's jurisdiction. So we are recommending that the city of Philadelphia look into that so that it does not affect um, locations downstream like the Schuylkill River Expressway and, and uh, neighborhoods down downstream. Very interesting. That's, you know, what's fascinating too, is that you have to explore sort of, you know, you find a, a, a you know, very reputable solution, but you have to consider, um, you know, kind of the effects, um, you know, downstream or, or, or just, you know, some of the um, side issues that maybe, you know, you wouldn't ordinarily consider, but, but again, just environmental, you have to consider, um, you know, everything that that's involved. So um, very interesting, very interesting. Um, and do you like, as far as ultimately, you know, getting funding maybe through FEMA from, from, for this, like, do you think that, you know, at some point is realistic, uh, you know, down the road, maybe out of your control, but, but do you think this could be a springboard um, as far as, you know, finding a solution um, and, and, and maybe getting this into, um, you know, the public light, so to speak? Uh, Absolutely. I mean, FEMA and a lot of these other water resources engineering based firms and organizations are looking for projects like this to fund because they've recognized that with the coming climate change and the effects of these storms, more and more places are going to have issues with these um, debris causing events and also just the intensity of the storms. So funding for a grant through a grant would probably be the most realistic option for Fairmount. I don't think that um, they'll be shelling out the two hundred thousand dollars that we we estimate on there, <laughs> um, which is it, it's a steep price, but over eighty thousand um, or eight eighty thousand eighty years, it, it's definitely more of a um, viable option. You think about thing. yeah, like the savings you know accrued as a result down the road for this investment. 
Um, there's, and I, I agree. I feel like now, you know, again, with climate change, luckily, I think finally, um, being, you know, for the most part publicly accepted that, that we need to find solutions now, like it's a great time. That's why I thought this was so cool. Um, and specifically, um, you know, here in the Philadelphia area, the Schuylkill river, right around, you know, like you said, the dams, you know, boathouse row, iconic, uh, Philadelphia, uh, scene. So, but there's, there's a lot that goes into preserving that. And, 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 you know, and again, you know, the next, uh, you know, joke around that, you know, I'm I'm sort of into the weather. So um, you joke around, you know, we get a hundred, you know, a hundred year rain events, you know, the the terminology, um, you know, and it's not, doesn't, that doesn't quite mean every hundred years, but it feels like, you know, several times a year, those happen now. um, And there is, you know, there is some truth to that. So, um, so cool. Um, and so just, just, you know, final thoughts on, on like how enjoyable this was to kind of close out your Villanova experience, uh, doing a project like this, um, and with your other team members as well. Well, I had a great team to work with. We all really enjoyed working on this project. It was a really cool project to work on. We had some great industry advisors down at Fairmount and, Matt Marchicello from Aqua um, Engineering. They were extremely helpful. Um, Dr. Kelly Good was our faculty advisor here at Villanova, and she was incredible. This, like you said, this project is the first that we've kind of dealt with as engineers um, graduating now, and we're going to go into the workforce and deal with more problems like this. But issues like the one that Fairmount is facing is going, they're going to be more prevalent coming up now with climate change because like you said 100 100 year storms like ida ida wasn't even a hundred year storm but they're and going look what to be it. happening once every two years now coming up we're looking at an 80 percent reduction in uh recurrence interval for a lot of these storms so that's definitely a scary thing to think about but um now is the time to act for issues like this for both uh, prevention and mitigation measures and then also just going forward with how we are as a society, how our effects, how we live affects climate change and and uh, definitely something to think about on an individual basis. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like in, you know, daily habits, um, you know, obviously, you know, from, you know, recycling, you know, driving, all, all, you know, that there's simple things. And and that's one of the cool things. Also, I think Villanova is trying to promote a more sustainable campus as well. Um, Obviously, you know, we all have a long way to go, but it's nice to see that happening. So, um, well, Mary Kate, uh, it has been, uh, it has been a pleasure to have you, uh, WXVU's own Mary Kate Kaczynski. Again, I want to emphasize, but, uh, she is, uh, moving on to, uh, a unbelievably bright future at, uh, Exelon. I, I do believe in, uh, in Delaware. That's, uh, yes. Uh, Awesome. Awesome. Um, Mary Kate, it has been great having you. Thank you so much for spending a couple minutes talking about your uh, your civil engineering capstone project. Um, all the best to you um, and your future. Thank you so much, Nick. It was a pleasure talking to you about it. Thank you so much. <laughs>